Yes or no? Welcome back to After Our Happy Hour. We are your chaotic but cathartic co-hosts. I'm Sharon. I'm Vicky. I'm Jamala. And today's episode is going to be a little fun one. If you guys don't follow us on Instagram, then you probably have no idea what we're talking about, but that's on you because you don't follow our Instagram. So you should go follow our Instagram. Basically, we asked a bunch of, I guess, quote unquote, polarizing questions that unexpectedly turned out to be 99% about dating related, I think. For example, a question is like, do you believe in soulmates? And we wanted to see how you guys answered. And we're going to guess how the majority answered along with our own opinions on them and then check how you guys answered to see if we're right on guessing what most of you guys voted for so yeah you'll get it but we're interested to see what your guys thoughts are so yeah good job sharon great intro. nice it was pretty good <laughs> the first question we asked was can exes be friends i feel like I most people said no. no same and i agree oh i don't agree I, I would say I don't agree. Oh, 45% said yes and 55% said no. Oh, bro. damn. I'm not why surprised. Not? Yeah, why do you think no, Sharon? Okay, because like for me, I agree that exes can be civil. I'm talking like I wouldn't consider you as part of my friend group. Oh, I think it's speaking from personal experience because I have a friend who's like, quote unquote, an ex, but we were like children. And then now like he's still on my Finsta. He knows about my life and like we interact. It's not like we're texting every day. But Vicky, you also said it's when you were children. I guess my most recent two, I'd still be friends with them if I like actually like them. <laughs> <laughs> See, I... I think there's two ways. Either way, my answer is no. I think if you can be friends with your ex, it means that one of you at least didn't fully love that person. And then the other thing is out of respect. If I knew that my ex was coming, I'm good. I don't have to be there. Kind of thing. I agree with that because my most recent ex would not be friends, would not like he's cut from my life. But that's because there's heavy, strong feelings and like things were fucked and like now no more. But the previous one, not so serious. I would still be friends with him, but that's because no strong feelings. Wouldn't touch him with the six foot pole anymore. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I could still be friends with my exes, not like BFFs, but I think in a social setting, like I'm not go, go out of my way to be like, I want to see this ex. But if we happen to be in the same social setting, I wouldn't be like oh my god kind of thing like yeah. I, I'll still like do like a small talk it's kind of like oh how have you been and stuff like I don't think I'll ever get like super friendly with any of my exes but I don't wouldn't mind if we ever ran into the same like circle same party yeah damn tell DR if we're still friends and we dated that relationship was a joke <laughs> <laughs> like technically right no yeah I think so yeah I think you can it just speaks a lot about your relationship yeah I'm going to say, like, I think mentally, for the most part, I can. But there's a lot of factors or whatever that probably wouldn't happen. But I think mentally, mm -hmm. I can. I think mentally, I can too. Can exes be friends? Yes. But should they be? Mm. No. Okay, next question is, do you believe in soulmates? I feel like people said no. Yeah, I feel like people say no, but I'm going to say that people have a misconception of soulmates. Why? I Even before seeing the answer, I would have guessed that majority said yes. And that's true. No, I, really? I think as you get older, people just start realizing certain things. People voted yes. Majority? Yeah, 62%. Oh, it's not that high. <laughs> it's a D. 
Dang, interesting. I personally believe in it, but not like a once you meet, that's the love of your life, soulmate. Like you instantly know. I think it takes work to know that someone's your soulmate. I don't think I've ever really believed in soulmate. Oh, I think I do. I just believe there's a person that's like you're really compatible with, or this person is really compatible with you to do life with. I think that's a soulmate. No, but I, but then like that's just my concept of like a person, right? But then I never classify that as like a soulmate. Like to me to this day, I still don't understand like the concept of a soulmate, and I don't think I could ever call someone like my soulmate. Mm. Okay, I believe in it. I'm a definitely I believe in soulmate person, but that doesn't mean that it applies to me because I think I romanticize soulmates because I see it as like two people meet and they instantly are drawn to each other and know that they want to be with them. At the time, I would have believed that like were soulmates because they were together since high school so like that's why i believe in it but does it apply to me not necessarily you know what i'm saying i see it as like there's a person that you will meet that works for you and that's your person and that's how i see soulmates oh see to me soulmate is like no you guys instantly connect as each other of course there's things that you guys both have to put into the work of but you guys are literally meant to be together instantly kind of thing I feel like in either way, I could like describe that as like, oh, that's like the person I want to be with or something. But I just can't connect that to the, the worst soulmate. It's because you're not spiritual. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I just think like a lot of people are, or I mean, I guess like someone who does not believe in soulmates to me would say like, oh, I met this person and it worked because I put in effort versus to me, it's like meeting a soulmate for me would mean I want to put in the work to this person because it's like, yeah, sure. I can make it work with anybody if I truly set my mind to it. But meeting someone that I instantly want, not instantly, but throughout time, like I want to make it work. I want to put in this effort. Then that means he's my soulmate. Wouldn't you say that? your exes no because they ended yeah but then at that time when you guys were together you want to put in this effort so at that time did you consider him as your soulmate no because it's like there's certain things that we never worked out in there's like certain like things that even in my head i knew like oh this is weird or like it puts doubt into me you know like their actions has put doubt that like has lessened our relationship and then like we ended but then I feel like when you meet your soulmate, it's like you don't know from the very beginning. It takes a while to like learn that this is your person versus like, I guess the other side is you meet someone and you immediately know. But for me, it's like it'll take time to know. And for me to call you my soulmate is a really big deal. I think that the, the typical, like the majority one that people would believe is probably more like the Sharon's side. Just like when you meet, like there's like instant connection. You're like, holy shit, where have you been all my life? Kind of like the odds are so stacked against each of us meeting. But what are the odds that we're both in this right place at the right time? And mm. yeah. You know what I, I always think about? There's like very famous picture about like an Asian couple who like got married later in their time. And then they were going through pictures together. And there was a picture. The Japan one? I think so. Yeah. Where they were both both in the same place and photobombed each other and then later on they got married and like realized this and i'm like that soulmate where it's like eventually you will find each other but it just is a matter of when yeah but at the same time people who are in a relationship can say no they don't believe in soulmates and when i was younger i would have been like then why are you with the person that you're with right but i think it's what vicky said earlier you know the older you get sometimes you just realize certain things and i as i get older the more i would skew towards the no too but then that's why i just believe in it for other people I feel like it is a very glorified concept though nowadays because it's just like oh you think someone's so perfect that you don't need to put in work you don't argue or there's nothing to worry about but that's not true 
like the glorification is that if they're your soulmate, everything works out so well. Yeah. There's no bumps. It's a smooth ride. Yeah, but that's not true. I think that all comes yeah. with time. Maybe that's why we believe in it for other people because we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I just don't believe in the concept in general. Oh, I that's what I want to... I always see like people are like soulmates. People talk about in a partner, but then they don't talk about like finding friends that are soulmates. And I'm like, oh, that's really cute because it's like a lot of people or a lot of girls say that they don't need a man's and they're like, yeah, I could live my whole life without a man's, but you're telling me you're going to take my best friends from me? Like, no, thank you. Okay, see, in that case, if I had to put a word on it, then yeah, I would say you guys are like soulmates. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm sorry. I like that. Hold on. Okay, let let's segue this into the next question. Let's just because then we are no more. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let me explain. Let me hold on. Let me explain. Let me explain. Okay, we first asked, "Do you believe in soulmates?" And the next question was, "Okay, what about fate?" That one, I believe in fate so much more than soulmates. And I think people mm. would agree. So I think this one will be a higher skewed towards yes. Yes, I also I agree. believe in fate too. I believe in fate. I think too. we're fate. I don't know if I can say you guys are like my soul. If if I had to put a word on it, yeah, soulmate. Because it's fate that we met, but like, you know, soulmate's like a noun. <laughs> but then I think like th- taking the literal, like, I don't think our souls are to the point of being so similar or like, uh, to, you know, oh, I feel like you believe soulmates is a higher arc than fate. Because I kind of see them as the same thing. Like, I feel like the spiritual side of me is like our souls are so aligned that fate brought us together and that's why we stick together. I think I'm just taking the word soulmate quite literally. Yeah. I would think maybe I don't have a sister, but like if I had a sister who I was like super close to, maybe I consider her like my soulmate because our souls are essentially, I don't know, maybe so similar and so alike that I see her as, you know, part of me or like my person. Mm-hmm. Versus fate has nothing to do with that. It's just like right place, right time kind of thing. No, but then fate is like of all the odds of me having a sister, they gave me this one. Oh, yeah. So I do believe in fate and I also agree that it's a bigger skew. Yeah, 78% agreed. I feel like before I didn't believe in fate. It was really until college that I started to believe in fate with the people that I met. Because if you think about it, at least for me, like from elementary school, middle school, high school, it's like you grow up in the same community, you go to the same schools, you're going to meet them. But in college, it's just, I think even with Sharon, I was like, it's not like super fake, but I think with Vicky, it was very much like, we happen to be from the same place. We happen to be like so roommates for stuff. Yeah. yeah. What about like life situations, not like oh, meeting that someone? What do you mean life situations? For example, going to Korea, I think that was fate. Like taking that one year and like taking that risk to go and then coming back and having all these good things aligned for me. And like it was fate. I wouldn't believe in that. Oh, I think that was where me and or like us and Jam had this conversation where it's like, what do you mean you don't believe in that? Yeah. Or I think it's because for me, I'm a everything happens for or you're exactly where you're meant to be thing. So then I see that as fate. Because for me, I'm like, oh, I consciously made these steps. I I told myself, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I plan for these things to happen. Oh, yeah. I so strongly believe in like everything happens for a reason, especially the bad things. I even will bring it to another step further where I think there's a lot of things in my life future and past that were supposed to happen and has already been planned almost and it was up to me to figure out how to get there I believe in that yeah 
I fully believe in that. Yeah, same. If I were to visualize it is there's a final destination for me, but like a hundred million different routes for me to take. And it's up to me how I navigate to that final destination. So I still have choices and I still have different ways to get to it. And in like an alternative universe, maybe I've taken a different road. But then this lifetime, I'm on this road and that's how I've experienced these different things. I don't get it. Where does that come from? Where, why are we different than Jam? Jam, you're, you know who you are? You're my boyfriend. <laughs> Dude, Jam, maybe you should take up coding. I feel like those people who think like that are really good at CS. No, I'm not logical, guys. I told you, I'm practical. At least in my family, it's always been super practical. It's never been like spiritual, like anything on that side. That's why I even believe in fate. I don't really like understand the concept of like soulmates. It's a miracle you even believe in fate. <laughs> Am I adopted? No, I only <laughs> believe in fate because it finally happened to me. If it didn't happen to me, I wouldn't have believed in fate. I think my first example that I realized is fate was actually my study abroad friend because we weren't in the same program, but she's from USC and it so happened that we, were, we did the same program and we were in the same Chinese class and there were 25 other Chinese classes that we could have had and she sat right in front of me because I was about to switch out of that Chinese class, but I'm not. So to me, that was like the first time where I was like, holy shit, it's fate that we met. And afterwards, when I thought about it, I was like, oh, like some people... I've met, like, it was really by fate. And then you guys came into that example. Oh. I guess, like, for you, it's only meeting people and not life scenarios. Yeah. For us, Versus it's for me, it's both. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wrap my head against scenario because I'm, like, I got here because of the past decisions that I made. Like, okay, for example, would you would you say, like, it was fate that you met? Um, I think how we are together is fate. So, like, if that didn't happen in then our paths would have crossed sometime down the line later and we would have happened. So I feel like you guys' would be my like, if it was meant to be, it was meant to be. Because this is like kind of the second shot that he had and he took it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Next question. Is not wanting kids a valid reason to break up? And yes. the oh. the answers were 100%. Yes or no on kids is not a compromise. The other one was no, you work through it. I think most said yes. I think most said you work through it. I'm going to say I think most said yes. That's a hard thing to work through, bro. Oh, shit. 80% said yes. Okay, good. Good, people. Yeah, because it's just like, how do you work through that? Like, what is the workaround to, like, one person wanting kids and one that does not? I guess in, in other situations, it's like, they, they think they could, like, persuade the other person to have kids. Do we believe in that? Persuading someone to have kids. There's a difference between persuading versus your thoughts changing because there's people who genuinely don't want kids. They don't see them as maternal people. So in that aspect of like, oh, I don't see myself as a mom, I totally understand that of like, you don't let anybody change your thoughts as opposed to maybe you see yourself as a maternal person, but there's other external factors that you're taking into consideration of the responsibilities of having a kid. Yeah. It also won't work out in the long run if they end up having a kid because yeah. there's always to be one person who didn't want the kid. And I feel like in no situation, they could hide that either yeah. like from the kid or like they might make the other person feel guilty for making them have a kid. 
you know how we always we're on the side of like okay don't have kids right so then you shouldn't convince people to have a kid but i also really thought about this from the other side like what if somebody really really wants a kid but they love their partner so much and their part they sacrifice okay fine we won't have kids because i want to be with you thinking that it's the right decision i feel like that could be a single biggest regret of that person's entire life that's why i'm like i think, I think so it's too. such a valid reason for you to like you deserve to be with somebody who also wants kids or you deserve to be with someone who also doesn't want kids because regretting oh i shouldn't have had kids or i should have had kids is a regret that i wouldn't wish upon like anybody would you make that decision for your partner let's say that you are with a man a hella wants kids like you know that that will be his biggest regret but in his head his love for you outweighs that would you make that decision and be like let's split you deserve to be with someone who wants to have kids see to me i don't think we would even be as deep in if i knew like rather about like he really really wants kids and he's and i'm like still on the fence and stuff like you wouldn't continue down that road with this person like i see because i feel like to me right now like if i saw someone someone's like dating profile that says want kids is like an automatic like no to me right but what if i'm talking about like the one-off of like you meet somebody you don't have the control to cut it off in advance dude i really don't think i would be as far down with somebody if one of his biggest goals in life was to have kids because i feel like that's already a difference in what we want in life Okay, but here's where I'm going to play devil's advocate because I might have been on that same page, but I'm not really anymore. Same. <laughs> this is where I'm playing the sensing part four jam of like, I'm a maternal person. Like the idea, I like kids and stuff, right? Apart from that, I'm talking about society stuff. I still stand of like having kids terrifies me. But at the same time, I've met somebody who has been able to show me more of that like maternal instinct. So I'm wondering if that can, that's the same case for Jan. Totally, dude. I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen to she you. She doesn't know. Yeah. Because then it's it's like, think about like you, you meet a person, for example, that feeling that she had, the connection. I know. But the thing is with him, we were on kind of the same boat. Exactly. So it made it easier to go. But imagine like... No, that's wasn't. what I'm saying. I wouldn't... I don't think we've gone as far if that was already uh, something I that's like... I feel like this like, is a sensing thing. Yeah. Because if Vicky can... I feel like Vicky was on the most extreme spectrum. Like it's, it's the idea of like this could be something great. And like, do I take that chance and cut it off because I don't want kids? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on. Are we getting it twisted here? No, yeah, because I never said that I'm 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 not having kids. I just need to meet the right person for me to make change my thoughts to have kids. Okay, so then it ties back to Vicky's question of like, would you make that decision for your partner? No. Oh, so like let's say a man you met really, really wants kids and let's say your stance ends up not changing. Or do you think it will change? Like it can change, but it's just that it might take a lot. Like it's like checking off all these things for me to have kids. But if the person that I'm with, like they really want kids, but they don't check off the things that I would want to be someone that I want to have a kid with, then I don't think it will work out. Oh, yeah, I would make that decision for them and break it off. I would too. Like if my stance hasn't changed, then I would make the decision for my partner and be like, I know you think it's going to work out, oh. but I will make that decision for you. You deserve to be with somebody who wants kids. And that's not also, me. Also, that's what you mean by making the decision by someone. Yes. Then yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't think I can ever be the reason why someone regrets something in their life. Okay. So next question is, is high body count a red flag? Options are hard yes, hard no. Or it could be. But I guess if there's a it could be, there should be a it doesn't have to be. But oh well, for the sake of it, it's either hard yes, hard no, or it could be. I'm going to say everybody said hard yes. 
I feel like people say it could be. Because the majority of our followers are female. And I think that that means it's hard, yes. Because if it was majority men, it would be a hard no. So wait, what, what do you say then? If I found a man with a high body count, I'd say hard yes. What you consider as high? Above 15. Because at our age, 24 and your body count is 15, you're fucking like two girls a month. My, my thing is it could be. Would you say the same about girls and guys? I think for both, if it's above 15, I might say it's a red flag. Dude, it's kind of bad because I feel like I have a double standard for myself because I feel like if I knew a girl with a really high body count, I'd be like, go girl, get it. Oh, Jan does not agree. I think I'm more open to a girl having a higher body count than a guy just because I think that comes as like a sexually empowering thing versus for a guy, it's not. I think I originally was a could be, but I think I'm hard yes. Thinking for the opposite gender. For girls, I'm, I'm, it could be. Really? I think for both. I would yeah. say for both, it could be. I'm just going to say, just because I have my own personal preference of where like I want my body count to be, like that does not. Are you only saying it could be because you have been with somebody who did have a <laughs> high body count, but then now you're like, your answer before would have been different? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would have been, what would it have been before? Hard yes? Hard yes. I feel before been hard yes. <gasps> this bitch. He was a red flag, bro. No, but I she know. changed it to it could be. It should still be hard, yes. Yeah. He was a walking red flag, bro. There has to be other things that's more than a body ca- a high body count for me to be like, this guy can't commit, you know? It's like through other things that he said, through other things that he's done. But I feel like if it's just purely body count for both guys and girls, like, it, it I don't think it really... Uh, I'm just like, how can you be having sex that often with different people? Yeah, because, okay, if you have a high body count or if you really enjoy sex, like, I'm not judging you at all. Do whatever the fuck you want. I guess that might come off contradicting what I'm about to say. But if I meet a guy, let's say I'm, like, single and I meet a guy and then I find out that the, that he has a high body count, to me, that's immediately a red flag. I, I'm, I guess I'm not judging you for, like, having sex a lot. But I, to me, that is a red flag because maybe it's the way that I see sex as such an intimate thing that, like, I can't fathom you racking up points like that. Yeah. I think that's where our differences would probably come in. Yeah, I still don't think just having the high body count is a red flag. You would have said yes before. <laughs> but that's a sensing part. No, but okay. Well, so then from where I stand is I've been in Jam's position of having been with somebody who had a high body count. To me, it, it flipped for me. For you, at first it was yes and then maybe. For me, in the beginning, it was no and then it became a yes, it is a red flag. Because this man had a very high body count. But the thing is, he said none of them were one night stands, which means he emotionally was connected to all of them, but was only in one serious relationship. So to me, that is like a, then that means you have commitment issues or like you don't know what you want when it comes to emotionally investing in a woman. And that proved to be the case. So then maybe that's where I draw my yes from. Maybe this is like the I hate men in me coming out and like scientifically psychology, whatever you call it in me, where it's like, I'm okay with a girl with a high body count because I see it as in like sexually empowering. Like they want to sleep around and like, you know, be with a bunch of men and that's fine. Versus men are more likely to sleep around like that because they see it as like racking up points. They want to be able to be like, I fucked all these bitches type of thing. And it's like in a very disrespectful type of way. Like imagine you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s body count. Like you're going through women like crazy. Like you're like one and done and then let's find another one. And at that point, it's just like you're emotionally dense. Like you one have fucked around with hella girls and didn't care about their 
feelings or like you just you're one you're going at it you know unless you're a porn star then like go you that's a whole different story maybe because i'm such a introverted person that the idea of even talking to that many men is like baffling to me that too what jam are you conflicted <laughs> No, I'm still, it could be. I feel like I'm just taking it at surface level. Like, remember what I told you guys? Like, that number? Like, it didn't really phase me or anything. Until we made a reaction. And then, and then you told me, and then I was like, oh, is that like a red flag and stuff? But even till the end, that number didn't come into any of the considerations of like him potentially like being a red flag or him being a bad person. It was like other things. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I find it hard to believe that you've gone through all these people and like you haven't hurt anybody's feelings. But that's two different things. You going through a number. No, but then how many times are you willing to do that and not be phased by it? Mm. I think the thing is, I don't think I'm very good at detecting red flags either. And I think I, I wouldn't because for you guys, you're like, oh, because there's a big body count, then it means that this and then it means this and it means this. I don't go through that motion of thinking. I just take it as it is. And whatever happens, it's just like, that's what happened to me and him. Mm. Oh, okay. So this question, it's a very, I see it a lot on TikTok, but I'll put it in quotes. It's the guy has to like the girl more in order for the relationship to work. Agree or not agree? I think people would not agree. I think people will not agree either. I think people would agree. I think Gen Z will agree, but I think millennials would agree. <sighs> I think the answer would be higher, yes, based on the fact that most of our listeners and followers are female. I still feel like there's a split between like Gen Z ma- females and like millennial females. <laughs> What's our answer so we can find out? <laughs> oh, I don't agree. Yeah, I don't agree either. I'm going to go with they might have to like you first. There is no that though. So between these, you have to choose. <laughs> Then no. Okay, 65% said not agree. That's a pretty close. Yeah. See, I can totally see why people would agree though. I think that's why I say that the more masculine, trying to be inclusive here, the male would be the one liking more first. I think later on in the relationship, it should be equal. But in the beginning, he should like you first. Because I believe that when a guy knows, he knows. I have, I, I know this. I know why people agree. People think that guys have to like girls more because guys lose interest. And as soon as the interest is gone, guys discard you like that. And it's all about like the chase, in my opinion, for a lot of the guys. Versus for yeah. girls, I feel like a lot of girls can develop feelings. Even if it's not there from the beginning, they develop those feelings and they're okay with i don't know if settling is the right word but like guys i feel like as soon as that like interest is gone they don't stick around versus i feel like girls are more willing to like put in the work or like whatever you know what i'm saying so i think that's why people would say agree and i think at one point i would have said agree too but i don't solely because i think guys and girls have to like in order for it to work sustainably long term and healthy like you guys both have to just fucking be obsessed with each other sorry (laughs) that's how it works Okay, I think the most healthy, the best is obviously equal, but I still think it could work out if one person like the other person more. It works until it doesn't, no? No, because I feel like, let's just say in the marriage and stuff, go down the line, you know, with your parents, doesn't one of them, you know, you like them, the other, the other one more has more feelings? No, I still think it should be equal. But it still works. Nah, I feel like that the the empath in the empath in me is like, nah, the guy deserves a little more than that, you know? Like I would hate to be in a relationship and have other people look at our relationship and be like, oh, he likes her more. I want it to be like they're equal. They love each other. Yeah, maybe I thought so before because things didn't work out because one person liked the other person more. 
Mm. I think before, like at the very beginning, the guy should be the chaser because, like we said, guys need to figure out that they have feelings for a girl and then do that chasing. But is that feelings for the girl or just feelings of the chase? Yeah, and that's why the guy should put in more effort because I feel like the more effort that they put in, the more they'll realize like I actually like this girl versus like. Or is it the more effort? No, or is it the more effort they put in because they're like, I want to get this girl so bad. Well, there it comes to a point where it's like this is not worth the chase for them. We want a tangent here, but no, you guys should like each other equally. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Next question: Will cheaters be cheaters? The options are once a cheater, always a cheater. The other option is people make mistakes. The thing is, we should have also added more options, but like what? Because the the question is like, do you believe that if a person cheats once, they for sure will do it again, or it's people make mistakes? There's no in between.、Mm. So like maybe there's like a even if no like if they do it once they might not do it again but blah, 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 blah. I'm gonna say that most people will answer cheaters will always be cheaters I think so too I think immediately yeah because it's just it's just an immediate thing is like oh they fucked up they're more likely to fuck up again yeah oh no you're right seventy percent once a cheater always cheater I'm gonna say once a cheater always a cheater. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a hot take here, and just because the answers are so shitty on my behalf, sorry, I'm gonna say people make mistakes. Cause I'm gonna say people make mistakes. Yeah, I don't believe that once somebody does it, they're for sure gonna do it again. Yeah. So that's why I'll say people make mistakes. But do I condone? I think they have the capability to do it again, and it's whether they choose to do the right thing or not. Do you think there's like a, it's not black and white? Because some people it's like I don't care how old you were, I don't care in what situation you were, if you're sober or drunk, like I don't care. Regardless, you fucked up. But like domestic violence situations. Okay, see what I was thinking recently on a Reddit story. This guy cheated, and then it was because his wife was just basically like, "Oh, we like can't have sex anymore," and that continued for three years until the guy like was not satisfying. So he went out to like those happy ending massages, and that's like his moment of cheating, and then his wife. I found out, then they got divorced and stuff. But like, my thing is, why didn't you get a fucking divorce? I'm not talking about those situations, though. <laughs> I'm talking about like, okay, okay. So where I was coming from was like, there's some people who sh- it doesn't matter to them how old you were when they f- when you cheated or whatever, whatever. Regardless, versus it's not that black and white. Where regardless of if you cheated, you you're a dumb idiot. You fucked up. But are there caveats like maybe you were super fucked up and like someone took advantage of you or like maybe this situation? Blah, 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 you、yes. know what I'm saying? Or you know how lately I've been talking about how like from the ages of like 22 to 25 you become more of yourself because of your brain developing. So like when you're impressionable, maybe in the beginning of like college, let's say you've never been in a relationship and then you get into a new one and I don't know, you like go out and you get fucked up and like happen to I don't know cheat. Like that's not right, right? But I don't believe that that same person could potentially make. That same mistake when they're like twenty four or something. Like it could have purely been, I'm stupid, I fucked up. Will I still see you as a potential red flag of like if you explain that to me and we're like trying to date and I'm not gonna be like, oh, it's fine. Like you were nineteen, I'm fine with it. Of course, I'd be concerned, but I feel like it's a problem if you continuously get blacked out after you've done it once. Because what I'm thinking is like I view it. Both as like someone took advantage of you. If you either guy or girl blacked out and then you had sex or cheated, that's like you got taken advantage of. But if after that you continuously still get blacked out to a to almost have that happen again continuously, then that's like a you need to re reevaluate your drinking problem. I think 
one, not even just drinking, but I think I would need to know the reason. And I'm not saying that the reason makes the cheating okay. The cheating itself is never okay. But understanding what led to that mistake and then also the difference between it happened once and that was a mistake. But if it happens repeatedly or if, then that's not okay at all. Yeah. Um, should couples have similar hobbies slash interests? Options are yeah or not. Nah. Opposites attract. I think most people would say yes. I think most people say yes too. I think most people say yes too. I would personally agree too. I will too. agree too. I feel like if it's those two words, then I would say no. No, imagine someone doesn't like sushi. I don't see that as hobby as in, in interests. Okay, wait. So you're saying opposites attract? No, I'm saying that they don't have to like what I like as hobbies and interests. That's not a choice. <laughs> the choice is either yes or no, opposites attract. Yes. Oh. <sighs> Vicky, I really don't think you can say opposites attract if you already said so yourself that you can't date a guy who doesn't eat sushi. Like something as simple as enjoying the same food. But I don't see that as hobbies and interests. Like he doesn't have to like ice skating. He doesn't have to like boxing. He doesn't have to like reading either. I don't think you have to like everything that I like in order for us to work out. It's not everything. It is similar. What we have to have is our morals and our core have to align. But hobbies and interests are different. I don't include food into hobbies and interests. So then if it's different, let's say you guys are planning a date. What do you do? You can do like mini golfing or something. What if he hates mini golfing? You love mini golfing. Then we can find something else. There's so many things to do. Or like you can hate something and still do it just for the other person. Like I'm not going to force you to like something that I like. I mean, I agree. I'm not going to force them to like what I like. But the chances of us working out because we have very different hobbies, it makes it much less likely. I think it's as simple as like Vicky's open to doing a lot of different things versus Jam. Like you know what you don't want to do, which is perfectly fine too. So like that's where the disagreements might be a little more intense as opposed to Vicky. You're like, okay, like we could find something else to do. Yeah. I feel like there's not an activity I wouldn't try at least once or twice. Should we see how people responded? They say yes, right? No. Opposites attract. Opposites attract. No, it's yes, but it's a very slight margin. It's only 57%. (gasps) <gasps> see okay the thing is i feel like before i've said like opposites attract because before i was like oh i want someone who's kind of like opposite from me but i think once i like talk to people who are like really opposite than me like no similar hobbies i i can't and that's when i changed to like oh i think we need to have similar personalities some i mean similar interests and hobbies but our personalities could be a little different but now i'm like no it works best if we're like more similar in every way I am just dead set that like your morals have to be very similar and that's how even if your hobbies and interests are different, it's okay. Yeah, I agree. But to the 43% think that opposites attract. Yeah. I'm not that surprised because I feel like I was once that. Okay, next question is, should your partner be considered your other half or an addition to yourself? Whoa. I don't understand this question. <laughs> okay, this was um, a question that was sent in by one of you guys. And when I saw it, I was like, whoa, would you consider your partner to be like, oh, he's my he's my half? Like he completes you. Yeah. Or is he like just he adds to me? It's like, is it like half half equals one or one plus one equals two? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think most people would say they add to you. I, I think most people would say they add to you too. I'll say add. Oh, wow. 81% said an addition to myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we were going to say other half. I thought the people who would say like soulmate and like fate and stuff would be more inclined to say other half. Okay. I don't think people made that connection though. What do we each think first? Oh, I think adds to me. 
I think ads to me too. You think? I think I'm conflicted. I think I think it's other half. Oh. I believe in someone being your other half more than them being your soulmate. I was thinking about this really hard. I think someone being your other half essentially is the same thing as someone adding to you, but someone adding to you does not mean that they're your other half. I think the reason why I think that is because there are certain things that I don't know if I would be capable of doing myself without someone else. Do you have an example? Probably, but can I think of something? It's not about like doing things. It's about like learning how to do life with somebody or navigating through certain aspects of my life that's only shared with a partner that I I wouldn't do myself. Oh, like literally just having a partner in life. Yeah. Maybe that's like the the very independent part of me and like the I want you, but I don't need you. So then someone will always add to my life, but never fill in something. So like no task, no anything where I'm like, I need someone else to do that for me. But it's not him doing it for me. It's almost like this is extreme, but like you can't start a family on your own. I mean, I guess you can, but like. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think too. Like I understand where you're coming from, but I'm like at the end of the day, the very stubborn, very independent part of me is like, no, I don't need another person for that. Like, do I want to maybe have someone else in my life? Sure. But at the end of the day, no, I don't need you. So then I'm like, you add to me because sure, maybe you'll add on to whatever happiness or whatever thrill that I get out of life. But my whole goal for myself is to not need that. I mean, yeah, I guess, but then sometimes things happen, right? Okay, when Vicky said like to her half-half, seeing your SOS other half is like they're filling a part of your life to make it whole. And then the addition is like you're already one person and they just make things better. I don't know why that just like stuck in my head because I feel like I need someone. There's a lot of things that I could do myself, but at the end of the day, like we all talk about this, like I, I... Bitch can't cook or drive. I can't drive. (laughs) I can't cook. Like eventually when I need to do it, I will do it. But I don't have a preference that I want to do it. And I would want someone to fill in that gap for me. But at the same time, I feel like the way I view the question was just like... Wait, are you saying that because Vicky phrased it like that, you see yourself understanding the other half? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gravitating more towards the other half? Yeah, kind of. On top of that, I'll just say, because I think the way I understood the question, it wasn't like that at first. I just thought like 50-50 is just like what I lack, what I don't have, this person completes it. And I don't, and I didn't really like agree with that. I feel like, <laughs> I will not explain it. But okay, okay. For example, before I would like polar opposites or like opposites attract. I like that because I believe in that 50-50. This person fills in what I lack. This person fills in like what I don't have, right? But now I thought I'm changed where I prefer to be with someone who's more similar to me, but they have qualities that could fill part of what I'm lacking in. And I feel like that sits more on the one and they add on to me. I get it. No, I totally get it. That's where I would have been too. Because for me, it's like I was before I was like a Vicky where like I don't need somebody in my life. I don't want somebody in my life, right? So like whoever unexpectedly comes my way, I'm already who I am and you're just going to be adding to me. But then I think I'm just realizing that like there's certain things that you do out of life potentially with somebody that you don't otherwise get to fully do which in that aspect like he's just is an extension of who I am but like filling it in for with me kind of thing see i would the way you put that i would think that as a dish adding on to me i wouldn't think that's 50 50 it's less about like the oh i need him for like moral support and like comfort and stuff like it's less of that it's just like i don't know maybe he just makes me want to be a better person than like me fully being able to do that for myself yeah i don't know if i think of it down the line maybe i'll say but 
Does that make sense though? I think a lot of people talk about being in a relationship where it's like having that person drives you to be better for a reason. That's why people want a partner or like they love their partner because they make them a better person and they don't even realize it. I can't tell if it's because I've never had a scenario where someone made me better. Me either, I think. Well, everyone, that was our little fun game of yes or no's or maybes. I feel like we left this conversation confused. <laughs> not gonna lie, for some things, yes. But this was fun. I feel like we should do this more often. Maybe not just tie into related ones. Or if there's any questions that you found interesting and you want us to expand more on, or us too, we could definitely do that. Because I feel like these are very common. Anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye.